Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs both here fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Salmon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. They would like you to know, as I would like you to know, that June prop culture is on the board. It's live at extrapoints.com slash arcade. You win yourself a great prize. Go on there. Sheck already told you. Al Pacino's wife, girlfriend, I don't know, would have a boy this month with no ponytail. And that right check would give birth. It makes sense. He's, and I hope at this stage yes. in his uh, in his life, he's going to name that masculine child after his favorite character. Right. That he's ever oh, played. Wouldn't you oh, do yes. that? If you were if you were Kinda a famous like a actor, of fame, wouldn't you? Yeah, create, right. Instead of like. The athlete thing is naming every one of your children after yourself. Right. You have the latitude to name them after any of your, you know, Ooh-ha. iconic characters, right? Uh, or maybe just, ah, whatever the noise is. Maybe that's just the name. <laughs> Imagine the, the poor second uh, grade teacher sitting there, kids raise their hand, and then, uh, Corleone, come up to the board. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? It could be worse. Martin, so Sheck gave you that answer. Martin already told you Ice Spice is going to win Best Female Hip-Hop Artist in the BET Awards. Um, Brother Bry told us The Flash is going to earn over $73.5 million gross at the box office opening. So that's three easy ones right there. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Go out there, win it, and get yourself a gold cap. Win it like the Denver Nuggets did. My goodness. Game three, 109-94. Uh, it was me. It was a degenerate trifecta. We really we threaded the needle. We had Miami to win, to reach... 10 first. Uh, they won 11 8. That was exciting. But as for the game, you know, it's great, Martin, when you're right, but the analysis was way off. I thought Denver would win. I thought Michael Porter Jr. would go off. Um, he didn't go off. He went on. Why does that go off, by the way? Shouldn't it go on? Hmm. He was off, but he was off yesterday, but he didn't go off. That's a good point. Check out me if out. He was, Shouldn't it be opposite? He's been off from the floor for the first two games right. of the series, shooting like three for 17 mm-hmm. from three. But you're right when you say something like, is go- like Jamal Murray was going off in the first half last night. And that's confusing. a great point. Yeah. Sal. That's why I say that. English is the hardest language to learn. Stuff like this. It really is. Yeah, they don't have to make that so tough. It's off on a weird one yeah. to me, but this is a, a fresher one, is you always say, like, oh, he's he's get he's got to get untracked. Untrack is the word. Oh, we always say I right. my, forever. I always thought it was he's got to get on track, but no, no, on track. He's got to get untracked. Doesn't it seem that to, right? to you that the train little wheel things are off the tracks? That's not good. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's a negative. Oh man, it's a all lot right. to deal well, with. We're gonna all be speaking Russian before long anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But anyway, he did not go off. He scored two points, and Denver won the game. Uh, Martin Murray, 34, 10 and 10 triple double. I think on Caesars was 15 to one. I did say Jimmy Butler was the third best player in this series. And maybe that's generous. What do we want? What do we want to say about, uh, Jimmy Butler and Murray and Jokic, of course, what he did. I think it for the unsung hero to me, this game was, was Christian Brown because like to your point though, (laughs) Michael Porter jr. Is slowly reaching into Cody Zeller territory, which is, 
unplayable in this series. He's not going to be able to do mm-hmm. it. He can't stay locked in defensively. And if you look at the uh, at game two, a lot of their three-point shots, uh, Miami side, came from Struess getting open because Michael Porter Jr. fell asleep and came from uh, Robinson getting open because Michael Porter Jr. fell asleep. Jamal Murray is – it's not he's not necessarily the key to the team, obviously, because Jokic is going to do his thing. But Jokic is going to do his thing. Jamal Murray is the one that can be variable. And so when they allow Jamal Murray to go off and then have Christian Brown hit six of eight shots, Miami doesn't stand a shot. It's actually ironic I, because it I feels got seven like of eight for 15. Yeah. Seven yeah, of yeah. Eight. yeah sorry. But, um, yeah. And then until the, how about this? The one shot that he missed, the, the three went off the backboard and he didn't shoot another three for the right. rest of the game. Michael Porter Jr. could see that and take notes. But what happened with Denver is like, they kind of use the strategy that Miami has been using all postseason where your two best players show up big time and then it's a Gabe Vincent or Duncan Robinson or Caleb Martin. Who is it going to be this time? Well, this week, or this game, it was Caleb, it was uh, Christian Brown. And to me, as well as Murray played, as well as Jokic played, if Christian Brown didn't come in with those second half minutes, sure. this would have been a much closer game and I would have liked Miami in a close one. And here's what I think is even bigger about the Christian Braun performance. Um, Spolstra has no immediate answer for that, right? Like he can make exactly. adjustments, check. We love Spolstra. We love what he does. But when this guy shows up uh, three games into the series, like, oh boy, all right, we got to just let him do his thing. And hopefully he tails off um, or tails yeah. on. Oh my God. Here uh, we go. Uh, yeah. and, uh, no answer for that. Well, but he, anyway, he's got to get check. on track because yeah. he was clearly on oh, track last night. He's got to get on track. That's the answer. Untrack tailing. By on, the way, yes, yeah, so. we sit here and have that conversation. Don't beat yourself up about being wrong with our analysis because I, I mean, I was mm-hmm. all about Michael Porter. Jr. I thought, you know, I'm a yeah. pedigree snob. And so to me, he was the variable for the last two months. Like if he steps up, then the nuggets can go real deep here and here they are. But, mm-hmm. um, I was watching the pregame and, you know, Will Bond and Stephen A and and Jalen Rose, you know, their their paid analysis was, hey, Gabe Vincent's got to get going. Strew's got to get going. And then like, let's talk about the Nuggets. Like, hey, Michael Porter Jr. and so on got to get going. It's like, what would a coach do? Like, make your shots? Like, I don't know who, whatever, (laughs) those bit guys. And in the meantime, let's not lose sight of what the baseline takeaway of this series is going to be. It is the rise. I know he's a two-time MVP and everything else, but the rise of Jokic in history. This is going, yeah. I think this is going to resonate in a way. And I think that we all are, we we all are going to have to pay the, 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 the penance of not fully like the debates that we like to have because of Stephen A and uh, and Skip and everybody else that like who should be the MVP and beat or you know, like we get sideways and somehow it, it it results in a lack of full on genuflection for this bizarre looking human being who is now like what one of the half dozen best centers in the history of people by the end of Crazy. this that's will probably be top seven right yes. 30 first 30 2010 guy in NBA finals history with the exact numbers with 32 21 rebounds 10 assists and I'm glad I'm rooting for him I have money on the Nuggets to win the series um because I imagine that soft touch he has by the rim 
is devastating to watch if you're a heat backer where he just like tosses it up and he's got the shooters role like nobody else. Like any arena he plays in is like as if he's playing in his backyard for the last 16 years. He's got it down to, to you can't say it's luck at this point with Jokic. Best how he's rolling English, it in and his dominance. Best English yeah. for a guy whose primary language is in English. Very good. I don't know. Very, very know. good. Yes. I'll tell you. I think as, you're right. As somebody backing the heat, I've been <laughs> calling Bam Adebayo everything but a child of God. Watching him just, <laughs> watching Jokic just boom, 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 down the court. Right. And you just spin, spin, flip it up, and it just goes in. And then watching him just sag four feet off of Bam at the top of the key on defense. It's like, can you not make him pay? I understand he can make right. you pay literally every single dime down the court. You don't want to get back. You don't want any get back. No, you know what you want, Bam? You want 20 points on 22 shots. That's what you want. Yeah. As you can tell, Jokic, minus 750. <laughs> minus 750 to win MVP on Caesars. Jamal Murray, 10 to 1. Um, one uh, coaching, uh, I want to point this out. So the Heat didn't win the fourth quarter. They were plus 190 coming into last night's game in the playoffs in the fourth quarter. Everything else was virtually, the first three are virtually even. So usually, and we've talked about this on Against All Odds, usually the star sits the first two or three minutes mm -hmm. uh, of the fourth quarter. And, you know, if you don't catch a, a whistle, it could be up to four, four and a half minutes. Michael Malone says, Jokic, you're out there. We're not letting them get any momentum. With three minutes gone in the fourth, it was a 16-point lead. They started the quarter, I believe, with a 14-point lead. That's demoralizing, Martin. I think when you're still at 16 with nine minutes left, you kind of took the wind out of them. I know it goes against, you know, what everybody seems to sit their starter right at the beginning of the quarter, and then they play the remainder of the game. But I thought this was a good switch up, and I wonder if we see this a lot uh, going forward. Well, it's at this point, man, you got max what four basketball games left this year you don't have mm -hmm. time to be tired you could be tired next week you know when you're holding the trophy yeah. get out there and go do it but i i i, I kind of commend michael malone for doing that honestly because sure it's it's it's, it's a finals what are we talking about load management resting like I, get out there and go get it especially when it's i mean Jokic and murray combined for some 60 something points and and, and mm -hmm. like back to two guys getting triple doubles means nobody else was doing anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At all. Right. So uh yeah, but you saw I just the thing that drove me nuts about last night, there's two minutes left in the fourth quarter, and Duncan Robinson is back to back threes. It's a four possession game. It's oh, yeah, it, right. it's supposed to just like, oh man, we gotta uh -huh. just we gotta punt and, and just come on next time. I'm seeing Omar Yurt seven. Like the game, like you are three yeah. turnovers away from a and, and to a team in Denver that has not had to like close out close games this season or this postseason, right. and that's all Miami's been doing. I could not understand mm -hmm. the logic of punting the last I, two minutes of a finals game, which was which was crazier. You beat me to the punch there with exactly that. It was bizarre. once Robinson throws in that bizarre. I mean that you know fluky three. It's a nine point game. Then they inbound to Jamal Murray. Then he throws an elbow that very uh, easily could have been two yes. and the ball. Yes, but it wasn't as it was. They get the ball to Bam. And from about 17, he pulls the trigger at the elbow there. A, an ill-advised shot. But right. in Bam's defense, he's the only starter on the floor 
So he's, he doesn't have his head up looking to see three point shooters. He probably should have. So that was a ba- that was bizarre. I I completely agree because there's a stop down. There's a whistle there. They're looking at it at that point. Spolster doesn't put Jimmy Butler at all back into the game. Right. Bizarre. So that that's yeah. Well, and, I mean, and that's it's a nine my point, point game. Like the, it's a nine point game with two minutes. Yeah, was, was it a minute look, and a half? Seen, was it a full two? Whatever it was. Yeah. It was, it, we've 140 seen Spoh, left, I remember. Yeah. Bench guys in the four, Max Struess didn't play in the fourth quarter when he was over seven in that game. So like the idea that Jimmy has to be on the court is not one I'm married to, but the idea that you're not playing your best five that game is great. Like what is, what is Nikola Jovic doing in the game in the fight? Like, what are we talking that about? That was crazy, but crazier was, Mm. I assume Malone had Jamal Murray on the floor in the final 30 seconds so he could triple-double. And I was really like, man, if I were a Nuggets fan, I'd be pulling my hair out or praying or or thanking Jesus or whoever uh, you pray to. That uh, I don't pray to Jesus to begin with, so I don't know why that would be my reference. Stop but it. either way, well, it's, I'm, 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 it's not who I am. I'm a bar meets vote. Um, either way, <laughs> the point is, like, objectively, it's kind of cool that Malone was like, yeah, this is my 1A guy, triple-double in NBA Finals. Ah, let's let the guy have it. But man, I don't know about somewhere in well, between. Listen, it's like Goldilocks kind of thing. Like Spolstra, you took him out too soon. Malone, take those guys out already. What are you doing with those guys but still on this, the floor? This goes back to having that luxury when you win the fourth quarter or when you're up 14 with nine minutes left, you took the wind out of the sails of the heat to a point where Spolster is making coaching decisions that he isn't even normally mm. making, right? And let's give a little blame to Jimmy Butler here, right? Like, you know, we fall in love with guys like Struess and Vincent and Caleb Martin, but eventually, eventually you need your star to excel. Eventually you do. You need a game where Butler takes over, shoots 32 times. I don't care, Martin. Just go out there, shoot 32 times, get fouled, make 15 free throws, get to the line. You know, he only has one 30-point game in the last 40 days. One 30-point game in the last 40 days. They've been very lucky. They haven't needed him to lose his mind on the court, but now they do. I honestly think this game, this series goes two more games unless Jimmy Butler really steps it up. I mean, he's got to take some heat here, right? Yeah, see, that, I thought, you know, I don't know. If, uh, mm-hmm. I bet all over Jimmy last night. I had the points over, yeah. rebounds over. I figured he was going to come out here and, and, and assert his dominance, like assert – some form of his will, especially after the way we saw Murray play last game when Jimmy was guarding him most of the time. Like, it's just, I would, to your point, I was on the radio calling a second round Jimmy because he had flamed, I thought he was going to flame out in the Eastern Conference Finals because, you know, we talk about playoff Jimmy for the first two rounds. But yeah. he's got, because here's the thing, the advantage for Miami really is Bam on Jokic one-on-one, or at least it should be. Mm-hmm. And you look at them in the beginning of the game, what was the first play? Bam, reverse layup, he just bricked it. You know, that, that's really the advantage. You want to run at Jokic, make him play defense, make him tired. Bam's not equipped to do that. He, they'll give him 25 shots a game because the most he's going to get is 22 points. If Jimmy shoots the ball 25 times and has less than 30 points. He's the point, scorer. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. He's got to take over. He's got to do it. And then not enough people, you know, Sheck, you talk about Jokic's legacy. He's the big winner in this if, if the series continues like we think it does. Jimmy Butler's is going to take a hit or he's going to be known, as Martin pointed out, as the hero of uh, the first one or two series in a playoff, uh, you know, uh, It's campaign. an interesting so, I, sociological I sort of uh, thing that, 
just as I think we're all kind of a little red in the face that we didn't see that like, hey, you know, if Jamal Murray comes back from where he was two years ago, why not the Nugs making mm-hmm. a deep playoff run? I get that that's an X factor going into the playoffs. Can Jamal Murray return to the form that he showed in the bubble and all of that? But we should have seen this coming. I, I, I'm So I, I feel bad that I completely whiffed on that. But the other side of it is we decided, you know, a month and a half ago, oh, playoff Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Buckets and all of that. Go through to your point. Yeah. Go through and, you know, the bookmakers have caught on. I mean, he was like 40 days. He's had one thirty point right, game in 40 they were days. His per, you know, his, his points per game totals were more like 28 yeah. and a half, 29 and a half. And now they're down to 25 and a half. And tell me how many times yep. he's even hit that number in the last, uh, you know, uh, what five, 10 games he's played. I mean, he's a, the bookmakers have picked up on it. His society. I don't know if they have. But we have. Still, right. uh, Kevin Love's getting shots that it should Jimmy Butler should be taking. I, I don't understand. DJ Khaled needs to stay home, I think. Mm. Can you, as an organization, tell a celebrity fan, hey, we don't want you. You're a distraction. I, I, I'm trying to think. I wonder if that's ever happened. Yeah, we always celebrate calm, the, the, the face, uh, like the celebrity face. But is anybody, can we rightly yeah. say that they are a jinx to their team? I wonder. Well, Drake, Drake yeah. has been known, right? right. But see, the thing about Drake, sure. Drake yeah. floats around. And he likes he's mm-hmm. he picks teams of guys that he's friends with, and then will bet tons and tons of money on them and lose. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's Justin the Bieber there. showed up in the Steelers locker room about five six years ago, and it was not good times for a long stretch after. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if the Cowboys would let him in. See, that's the difference between our franchises, mm-hmm. Shaq. Um, Martin, why can't these Eastern Conference teams win at home? Whether it's the Celtics or the Bucks or Miami, isn't it weird that uh, this is or is Denver really the only team that can actually win at a ninety percent clip on their own court? I mean, Denver just gave one up too. It's it's it is yeah, it is weird. It is odd, but I just think it probably speaks to how much better the Western Conference was than the Eastern Conference. I know yeah. that people were all right. So let's you know the Eastern was top yeah. heavy, but you know here we are. So when we look at Game Four. And you talk about analysis and no one, no one, uh, uh, we would have had to do a seven hour podcast before Christian Brown's name was mentioned the other day, right? In in anticipation of game three. So of course, there's going to be some curveballs thrown at you in a basketball game, which is weird, but game four, Denver minus three, still in Miami. They're minus 800 to win the series plus 550 on the take back for Miami. I, you know, I have Denver in five. I'm going to stick with that. I think they impose their will. You know, you could say, all right, what we usually do is we say, which are the lopsided numbers? Murray probably doesn't have a triple-double. Christian Brown probably will get figured out. But, Martin, they made five three-pointers and won the game. I don't know if we see that again in NBA history. They made five three-pointers and won this game Denver did. That's a miracle in today's uh, National Basketball Association. 58-33 is the number I look at in rebounds. They played pissed off. They have a chance to win this thing in Denver in game five in uh, six weeks and whenever that's played. That's what I'm going with. I think Denver wins and covers. Uh, Martin, what do you think? I'm, I'm going down with the ship. I'm going to I'm gonna burn this last couple, these last few units with the Miami Heat, very much like I did in 2020. So I don't know if you remember this, but I actually interviewed you for a paper I was writing for school. And you asked. Of course I did. Yeah, yeah. You were like, actually, you sound like you figured out the finals. What's the trick? And uh, it hasn't worked so far this time, but I'm taking Miami in the points <laughs> in every game. 
just simply because I have enough money from betting on them in the first three rounds. So, you know, here we All are. Right. And, and you feel you owe it to and, them. And I, be, I like that. That's nice. And, and you know, mm-hmm. I just really, I want, I really want Miami to win in a way because I love the way that they run their organization. Like all the undrafted players and all like the, you know, uh, scrappy mm-hmm. attitude because they're just unvalued. Like the Duncan Robinson was playing big time minutes in college basketball in the Big Ten, and like sure. nobody was paying attention. So like I, I want that to be rewarded. So maybe we can get away from some of these social media stars of of Instagram basketball. Like one we'll talk about in a minute with his Instagram uh, agenda review. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's gonna be a good one. Uh, Zion, right? Or was there another? <laughs> no, one? I'm talking about <laughs> Zion. Shaq, uh, what's your pick for Game Four? I'm gonna take the Nuggets. I'm tempted to to merely survive on the money line, but you know, Martin has inspired me. But the other way, I'm gonna stick with my Nugs. Uh, lay the three and a mm-hmm. half there, and. Um, I am interested, though, in the matchups. I mean, it's what the series more or less comes down to is Jokic. But, man, Bam is not embarrassing himself, I don't think. Now, listen, that was not a great shot, as I say, in the in the critical spot there. And, Dave, Duncan Robinson, I know he had fallen over because Jokic ran over. But he was standing up at the time. That that Bam turned and shot the ball was standing behind him wide open. Off I mean, imagine two. that. Imagine love exactly. Duncan you love Duncan what Robinson. If it gets to six? Love what if it gets the six in that spot? It very it could be a yeah. different conversation. But either and way, so, sixteen fourth quarter points in the last two games. What's not to I love? Know. <laughs> I, especially when Bam seven for twenty one, right? And uh, and Vincent and Struess are struggling. You could make too. a case. You could make a case that Bam was enough of a difference in the Eastern Conference Finals that now maybe things will, as as much as I've pined for, and obviously you need the bodies to actually do it, but maybe we're shifting back away from, with the Nuggets making just five three balls, maybe we're shifting back to, uh, or away from the sameness, that the only way to win in the NBA is... That's inside what I love out about this series. Just, yeah, knock it out. Yes. This is good, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I like Bam. Everyone I'm just tempted to go over the 20 and a half there. I think Spolstra right. sees that that's, that, that that's the best path to victory or the most reasonable path to victory. Gabe Vincent, and, you know, that's that's more variable. I The points can be had there mm. in, in, in the low block against Jokic. Yeah. Uh, well, so that's, uh, tomorrow's game and then enjoy that. Cause you don't get anything over the weekend, Saturday. No Sunday. Nope. Check. That's your birthday. Spend it however you want. You're not gonna be watching basketball unless it's on a uh, DVR. Um, anyway, Zion. Wow. You mentioned this Mark. Now interrupt me. If I get any of this wrong, baby face, Joel Solomon, Zion might be a porn addict. Uh, right in the middle of the NBA Finals, Zion Williamson found himself in the headlines. Surprisingly, Woj Shams didn't have the story first, but <laughs> here's what we know. Zion's baby mama, Akima, went on YouTube to share a video of their gender reveal party. And it was a beautiful video. It was a big production. If you haven't watched it, it's still up on YouTube. Uh, 140,000 views and counting. They had pink fireworks Go off into the sky. It looks similar to New York City skyline right now, but you didn't have to wear a mask. It was over in a in a minute. All sounds good so far, but then model Mariah Mills, who could also be found on sites like Pornhub, saw that video, went on Twitter, and claimed Zion was going out with her and cheating on Akima to prove uh, to prove it. She put up screenshots of her chats with him and uh, 
Let me tell you, these tweets were spicy. Martin, I'm not going to read them, but um, maybe Andy Cohen can get into them or someone like that. But <laughs> good Lord, what is going on with Zion Williamson? Man, I just, me and Mark were talking about it yesterday on Lemon and Pepper Parlay. Yeah. And I made the joke that, like, you know, maybe this will get him to lock in on the basketball court because real life clearly isn't working out too hot. Like, how are you mm-hmm. the main topic on? Do you think that Adam Silver regrets now? not releasing the news on John Morant from taking away for the finals, because this was trending all <laughs> last night during game three. They're like, I mean, it's just, that's a whole other thing. Adam Silver doesn't want to talk about it during the finals, but uh, is available to talk about how he doesn't want to talk about it every game, and we are, every we game are before the clearly finals. losing <laughs> recipes. First of all, Zion with this baby gender reveal without, he doesn't have on the Burberry shirt. He's not wearing Tim's. I'm like, who is advising this young man? Because I'm confused. I don't understand. For generations, mm-hmm. black children have been born to a father who's not married to the mother in a Burberry shirt. It exists all <laughs> over the place. Where's the Burberry shirt? Zion? strike one. Strike two. Yeah. He is fat. Look at that video. He's a big man. Like, like, he's pregnant. Leave I, him alone. I, yeah. Right, exactly. He's getting the baby weight. I like CJ Anderson <laughs> from the Panthers. I remember that running back came for the Rams. Uh, yeah. Uh, but at the end of the season, he said he was pregnancy weight. Well, Zion's got the pregnancy weight as well. And that's and then to sh- the some of the the messages that he was sending to Mariah Mills, who has one point one million Twitter followers. Why does she have 1.1 million Twitter followers, Sal and Dave? I'll tell you why. She's the type of account that will reply to one of Dave's minus three tweets with the, hey, what's going on? Like what you see? Right. That's what you get out of his and Elon Musk Twitter. And you over here Snapchatting girls, which, hey, I can't wait to come down to New Orleans for a week. How much would you like me to pay you to be my regular thing? What are you doing? You were the number one what pick up? in the NBA draft. Like it's just imagine like, his face when he saw this Shaq, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you've had, you know, many, many kids with 11, 12, 13 women. Oh I don't God, know. Yeah. Do you have any advice for Zion? I think Martin pretty much covered it here. It should be rudimentary <laughs> to uh, a big time athlete, although I don't know. And he is big time in the wrong way. Um, <laughs> shout out to Kyle Lowry. Get, I don't think we're talking. I don't think we're talking nearly yeah. enough about Kyle Lowry either, by the, for, for, uh, on the same, <laughs> on the same level there quite heavy. But well, I, he's 36. Right, though, he's allowed right? to be that way. Yeah. He's had a nice career. <laughs> yeah. Zion is really shaping up to be. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this is a, a particular and jaw too, really in a different way, but I think he'll get back on track. They're not going to suspend him for the rest of his life. Is Zion mm-hmm. setting himself up to be like the weirdest bust in basketball history? Has anybody kind of all this stuff ain't going to help? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of Greg Oden. There wasn't a lot of um, drama surrounding his no, disappearance. It's like from he the just league, never got right? out there yeah. in the first place. But we saw Zion and the exploded mm-hmm. shoe, and he's fat. Yeah. A lot of explosions. Now, a lot of explosions. Now this exploding is just, you know. <laughs> right. I just. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Get the 30 for 30 going now. I, mean, I think I, we're I, ready to Zion. New Orleans, Louisiana. There's some of the most beautiful girls in the world in New Orleans, Louisiana, bro. Like mm-hmm. just walk outside. There's a lot of and fried catfish too. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> you know so, all you gotta yeah. do is walk outside and be Zion. <laughs> what do you know on Snapchat right. and 
people with a million Twitter followers. Like, who do you think you are? You're not LeBron. In the in the grand so scheme crazy. of the NBA hierarchy, Zion rates mm-hmm. like at the same level at this point of Jamal Murray. You got no juice. You don't have no. You right. know what I'm saying? You're not cool. Like you know, at least. Well, well, wait. How does his coolness impact whether I, I don't see? I I think Sal and I have aged out of whatever your generation is doing now with the cell phones leading the dates, right? Like that's where you meet mm-hmm. people is on cell phones. Like that's a, that's so foreign to me and Sal. You can get oh, yourself in trouble right. in past generations texting the wrong people, but you don't find people on on uh, on your cell phone like the way your generation does. Well, I don't so I, I don't know I, I have no social media for, allows for people to have a lot more access, right? It's easier right. to get in contact with somebody. You can just send them a message, right? But my thing is this, and this whole freaking class, this whole class, when are y'all going to grow up? Zion is out here on Snapchat. Snapchat is for mm-hmm. high schoolers, all right? John Morant is getting in fights at finish line. Again, something I did in high school. Both of these things are high school activities. Jordan Poole, and, oh, right. I'm done with this class. I'm done That's with this right. whole class. Right, Joel, the next Joel, one with Joel RJ Barrett because he's normal. Congratulations, Eddie. <laughs> RJ uh, RJ Solomon uh, has something to say here, baby. You you have a joke you want to get out here? Go ahead. No, I mean it's, I feel bad for Zion. Load management has plagued his career, and it continues. <laughs> there you go. Career. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, to cap it off, Mariah is now a, an unrestricted free agent now. So uh, go, go. I mean that's going to be a great officer. Chris Paul also out there for the taking, waived by the Suns. He has to go to the Lakers now, right? Does Adam Silver veto it if he goes to the Lakers this time? <laughs> mm, it was David wow. Stern last time, but is it? I, I think he'd be. I think he'd turn the other cheek at this I think point. Let it, do you let it go? <laughs> yeah, Shaq. There's a lot of big names out there that it's impossible to win with. <laughs> Kyrie, Chris Paul, Dylan Brooks, all out there, all up for grabs. What did, what did we see from Chris Paul? this spring that was any different than what we've seen in so many other springtimes. Like with, I don't blame the Suns. Do do you think, but do you think LeBron is thinking like, I, you know, I, I like LeBron way more than apparently for a guy who is talk about who's never done anything wrong. LeBron is as clean as it gets. I mean, he's been in the the public spotlight Mm -hmm. for 20. You go, "Mm, what what he did. Well, uh, it's major affiliations with the some China um, thing? countries. Yeah, yeah, the China thing. Yeah, it's a little. But, but who doesn't tell that line? To but, Dave's but, point, but who, who LeBron is not out here? Line and- the topic of the China of the shade room because all the, the, the you know, this porn star and this porn star are arguing over <laughs> one another who lays claim. That's yeah, that's, that's what fine. he's saying. I, I get, get it. it. No, no scandal in that nature. In the world, in a world in which the the PGA tour is now owned by MBS, I you know I think LeBron being like I don't feel comfortable eliminating that portion of the globe and the money I can make off of it uh, in my name and in the league's name. Like I'm not like that. That is that feels more misdemeanory than some of the other stuff we got. But anyway, I got you. It's 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 a it's a separate press conferences on human rights and how we should uh, they should be of utmost importance. But then in some instances they're not. Is, is <laughs> what gets me. Look at Sal. Yeah, yeah. I love That's it. Right. It's I don't terrific. No, I don't I'm with care. you. I'm, I'm with just you. Saying. I'm, it's, it's, I'm it's, with it's, you. I, I, I agree with you. I just think relatively speaking. Yeah. I'm just saying, right. All right. Now. I'm with. 
I, I don't know how we got sidetracked with that. I'm sorry for that. But yes, Chris Paul. I okay. Adam to the Lakers. Is that like the missing link for them making that? No, I don't. I, I don't buy it at age. Well, he's going to be 37 next year, right? I don't know who he, who's this a good fit for, Martin. I haven't given it a lot of thought, but uh, I, I don't know that he's the starting point guard right. for a contending team at this point. I don't think he's at, not at this point in his career, but if I, you know, as the news came down that Chris Paul was going to be, you know, something was going to happen with his Phoenix contract, and I was watching the game yeah. last night, Kyle Lowry should be his use case. That's like, exactly you see, right. You see Kyle Lowry, you played about 50 games yeah, this right. year. He kind of had a leg injury that they kind of nursed and stretched it out a little bit. He comes active in the playoffs. He's not starting, but as my dad used to tell me, it doesn't matter who starts, matter who's finished. Mm. Kyle Lowry playing big fourth quarter minutes for, uh, oh, yeah. for the Heat in this postseason. And to the chagrin of some, but that should be Chris Paul's uh, use case. That should be right oh, there. He should I, see that and try to fit in. I'm with you, but you know, can he pay him Kyle Lowry money? That that's that's what the market will dictate, right? Well, I guess Kyle Lowry. I guess he gets 28 million a year. What would um? Yeah, would well, Chris that, Paul that'd be a significant get, you know? Chris uh, a pay cut. I feel like for Chris Paul, pay but cut. you still. I mean, hey, yeah. man, look in this economy, 36 year old mm. point guard. <laughs> I think it's yeah. one of those things like I, that's exactly the Kyle Lowry comp is exactly right. What you might get out of this guy. And it, it feels to me like he can contribute marginally. Mm-hmm. He's not the difference for anybody. I don't think at this point he gets more from the contending team than the contending team will get from him. You know what I'm saying? I think that I think that no, I gotcha. he can latch on and and end his career in glory with the Celtics or the Lakers. Good for him. He deserves it based on where he stacks up among point guards in the history of people. But I I mean, I, it's the name brand that we're reacting to, not what he can contribute next season. Yeah, if, he, if he's willing to take a back seat and a pay cut and all that stuff, then yeah, any of the, the 30-something teams uh, should should consider him for sure. Um, but isn't he going to want to be one of the greatest NBA entities with the light? What did we say, Martin? We had an update on our NBA life discussion. Who's had the best NBA life? Right. Yeah. And you put it out there, Pat Riley, because he's now responsible for being in 25 percent of the finals in NBA history. Um, We got some good uh, feedback on Twitter. I settled on Riley, Magic and MJ as my win play show. Hmm. People threw in Bill Walton and that. But we we said it's not going to be college. Right. We said from the uh, the bat that college wasn't going to be considered. Kerr was mentioned originally by you, Martin, Phil Jackson, Danny Ainge. I heard in there was interesting. Jerry West. Shaq, you said, I weighted the player career more, uh, not in Riley's case, because it's just the numbers are insane, but I gave Magic and MJ second and third there. Um, yeah. any, any, did you come up with your three, Shaq? Yeah, I, I did. Remember. I, well, I, 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 know I go, go, I go um, uh, Pat Riley behind Jerry West and then Bill Russell three. Now people pointed out to me that Bill Russell mm. wasn't treated very well by some of his uh alleged local fans. I'm not talking about that though. I think we're trying to have a little bit more fun than some of the nasty stuff that Bill Russell went through in New England. Um, But uh, I mean, obviously on a human level, it's not uh, something to gloss over, but anyway, I think that um, a a name we forgot is Casey Jones. Casey Jones is a Hmm. part of those Celtics titles teams. Then he coaches a different Mm -hmm. era to its first title mm-hmm. in 81 
And then he gets the, you know, he's, he's in the mix in other places. And I mean, he's not in the top three, but he probably cracks the top 10. And again, I'll go back to what I said the other day when we started so Dr. J like it before, you know, just as you go, like before Jordan, there was bird magic. Well, before bird magic, there was Dr. J and that has, we, we grew up in that Sal, the tail end of that, but Sure. He's written that for, you know, 40 years now. Like yeah. the doctors in the house is still a major deal, even in 2023. And he's ruined slam dunk contests because he won't refuses to give he a 10 ever. He remains the yardstick on so, some yes. level, even in a world of Bud Webb hey, and Michael Jordan. All right. That right there is my pushback on Phil Jackson. Because Phil Jackson, while he had incredible success as a coach and decent success as a player, at this point, whenever he opens his like Phil Jackson is like persona non grata in the NBA. Like if Phil Jackson went to the finals, mm. you, they might not even show him on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like if he was in right. the arena, simply because of some of the comments that he's made about some of the more powerful players in the league, he kind of he doesn't necessarily have, he can't walk into All Star Weekend in the same way that Dr. J does or Steve Kerr would do or or, or, or Pat Riley or some of these other guys that we're talking about. True. So you're saying the NBA great. So if we go back to greatest NBA life, you have to be like the guy wakes up and is smiling like, oh, my God. Right. But yeah, yeah so you do yeah. have to take into account. Right. Well, then that, that stuff, gives yeah. it to Bill Walton because he's uh, burning a tree to, to boost his morale. Nah. And, and but, right. <laughs> he's a ray of sunshine. By the way, I watched half that documentary. Very good. It really is good. Very, very, very good so far. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I good. liked it, too. Yeah, check it out. And, for sure. um, the other one who we have to shout out is Lenny Wilkins. All-time yeah. coaches, win leader, wins one with that the he Sonics. Was coaching back, I was looking how young he must have been to be coaching Bill Walton uh, back then. So, yeah, unbelievable. Uh, let's, uh, what do I want to do? I want to take a sip here. Almost go. Isaiah oh. Thomas. You joked about him, <laughs> yeah. but no, too bad it didn't no, work out with no. the Knickerbockers because he, it seemed, but yeah, but 15 years ago, you would have been like, oh, well, Zeke, it would be in that Mount Rushmore Conversation of best lives, except that then he shot himself. In Zeke Elliott, no. fifteen. No, he was in his own words. He was, uh, nine years old. He met the criteria, years. but wasn't selected. <laughs> yeah. All right. right. Let's take it here. Exactly. We'll take a uh, quick break, and we'll be back with uh, NHL talk. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words: Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesar's can offer: hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app; it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, there's not a lot NHL. I I feel like the the series has fizzled when Sheck doesn't even want to talk about it. Florida game three is minus 120 to beat Vegas. Um, I think I said 48 out of 53 teams that have gone up 2-0 in the Stanley Cup finals have closed it out. Um, I want to brag about this uh, Jonathan Marcheseau, Con Smythe pick I made, plus 550. He's minus 120 now. Spaghetti, let me go to you. Bobrovsky is 12 to 1 to win the Con Smythe. Um, if you like Florida to come back, that's not a bad number, right? Otherwise, you should just go with my pick. I love your pick. I, I said that multiple times. I think with the yeah. game tonight, this is obviously, I mean, this is as cliche as it gets, but it is by far the most important game of the series. Um, two one, you give this Florida Panthers team some life. Uh, the scoring will turn around for them. They will. There's a chance they could score. I could see them scoring like how Vegas did seven goals in the game. I think Florida could also do that. But if Florida stomps them out, beats them in this game, which three zero, then uh, there's no more magic left for the Panthers. This game, it'll be over. So I, I think for now, I do think Florida will win tonight. Um, but I just don't see the Panthers coming back from the series uh, anyway. So I, I still would stick with your March or so pick. In terms of like the best player and the odds and everything. So if you get four to one odds on Florida to come back, but 12 to one on the, uh, the hot goalie theory, I think that's the number to jump on check. Go ahead. I, I mean, I know you're done. You've stopped watching hockey for a while. Uh, now, listen, I'll probably give a look um, <laughs> to game three and and then if the, if the Panthers should win that, then I'll, then I'll be intrigued enough to look at game four. Um what if they don't relocate from Florida between game three and well, four? There's already a ceiling. You understand that. My interest in this uh, series <laughs> is at sea level. Um, it's, it, I think, by the way, by the way, spaghetti and meatballs. I I think the Panthers have crossed the line into being too chippy now. They're a little, they're a little, they're borderline dirty, but okay. Um no, uh, was I supposed to weigh in there? You said spaghetti. No, I'm just saying. I, I, that's that's God, my observation. I need to keep only track of disagree. which teams are. I think Dave has listed every team uh, being dirty, basically so far. Not his though. No, not that's, the that's Penguins. That's and, and also bad true. history. You can't bring up Matt Cook or any hit. of those guys. You can't bring up Mike Rupp. Any of those guys that played for the Penguins that were <laughs> kind of chippy <laughs> and did that. <laughs> just, just I already the, brought the fun loving Panthers and everyone how how great they are. Now all of a sudden they're dirty. I mean, it, true, his name gets invoked constantly. All right, just keeping a list. That's all.
All right. Well, Mikey Meatballs, why don't you be the tiebreaker here? I know you're choking back uh, dirty, dirty air in New York. Are the, are the Panthers too chippy? I would say no. Okay. Okay. I knew it. <laughs> that was it. There you go. Uh, all right, Meatballs has spoken. Let's just watch. That's right. Uh, well, uh, I hope the right, Panthers so that's win that. so it extends the series. I mean, I, you know, that that that's my uh, rooting interest there. And I okay. do think yeah, that Aiden Hill is it's right. like, here's what is hard for me to get into. It is not based on some ingenious coaching move or anything else. It's just so random that Aiden Hill would be a difference maker between the pipes when we obsess about who the goalies are and in the matchups and everything. Like, I don't know how how impassioned can I get about this Knights team when when it's revealed once again that like goaltending is completely fluky and random stuff. This um this series could be over Saturday. I'm just looking. My God, we're really gonna have nothing for a while, for a long, long time. All right, uh, let's talk baseball. On, on more of nothing here. Mets lose again. Uh, Braves have won like ten out of twelve against this team. Braves fans cheered as Pete Alonso got hit by a pitch in the wrist. He's day to day disgusting. I thought. Shame on you, Saratiana, and all you Braves fans. Uh, five losses in a row for the Mets. Also disgusting. And check now we have this Pirates Mets. Mm. Coming up, no cap of consequences. I want to do something fun. You don't want to. If you I don't get the Mets, a cap of consequences. no, I'm, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that. Obvious. I was thinking about that. By the way, here's a thought experiment for you. How far would you take yeah. your desire to win on whatever the event is? Let's say I don't want to take a. I don't. I don't. I don't want to get us in trouble. Get you in trouble. Like going World Thank War Two or Civil War. You know, like what? World War One, the Great War. If you could have made money off of Germany winning that war, would you have? <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> That's what I mean. Well, how no. far can we take this? It's not winning no, the, bottom line. It's the bottom line. It's the bottom line. my house. Then how far are you yeah, willing to know. take your morality? Betting against the team? <laughs> you going to get a bet, bet against the, 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 the U.S. of A.? And Great oh, Britain, please. is that where you are? Okay. I don't want my family to be uh, terrified every day. I don't want to have to speak a different language. You're right. You got me. You got me. I <laughs> okay. don't want to do I, that. I, I, fact, I wanted to see where the line was. You know what? I don't know if Spaghetti agrees. I thought the Germans got a little chippy at the end of uh, World <laughs> War I. And uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. Martin, uh, you agree, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, of course. Obviously. I wouldn't bet against the United States in a war. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pushing 19. When, when it got to about, you know, 19, 18, you could tell they were stressing. You, they, they could tell they were stressing. They were <laughs> right. pushing. And, uh, you know, that's just not the way to handle business. What about the Redcoats? <laughs> if, if you, if you would have made out on the Redcoats back in the late yeah. 18th century, they were you'd be like, all right, favorite. so we'd have an accent. I, I could deal with that. Right? Would, would, would you? Would, how about that? Uh, yeah, no, that I would do. You would, okay. So, well, wait, do, for you know, sure. it, yeah. it's almost like uh, Isaiah Rogers, <laughs> like betting on or against your own team. You know, you got to be careful mm-hmm. with stuff like that. I would think there are, in a way, there are some higher ups that uh, conceded a war for other reasons. Mm, I wonder why. True. I'm sure there are history books uh, written on it and uh, for, for profit situations we don't have to get into it but check you're avoiding the issue which is should a cap of consequences for staff members be be the consequence for those who turn down a cap of consequence i don't think so and let me tell you why because i'm a rational i'm a rational person i'm not obliged Mm -hmm. to root for anything 
and I hope the Pirates do well. But you I like ra- fun bets, though, more than anybody. You like fun bets, I thought. That is There's true. There's nothing fun about betting on a team that gave up seven huh? runs in the first inning to the Oakland Athletics, or I'm excuse me, the Vegas yeah. Athletics. Gonna, I, uh, I'm working on that now. By the way, that might not go through. Uh, did you see that might not go through? I did see that. Be more, yeah. Uh, yeah, she did lose back-to-back to the A's, uh, the worst team of this or any what a sad generation. Thing. So this could be it. By the way, I looked on Caesars. The Brewers are only minus 160 to win that division. I know. I told you. The, how, the how longest odds are, I think, still the Pirates, right? Yeah. A couple, a few, three yes, days uh, ago, I floated it out there. I mean, let's talk. now that's a fun bet to make. Well, the, when they have yeah, when the they red, have longer odds than the cards who are in last place in the moment, the right. pirates were in first, the cards were in last, and the the pirates had longer odds than St. Louis did to to take the central. I said, "Well, that's uh, a let fun me figure bet." This I, out. I tell you what, yeah, go ahead, Mark. Uh, uh, this, yeah. uh, as far as a fun bet, I'm watching them right now. They're down six to nothing, obviously, uh, and it's all be they won't mm-hmm. be anymore. The Reds, mm-hmm. I think the Reds have a shot to come out of they the NL central. Uh, I've been well, locked that, in on this. They Cruz are the kid. longest odds. Yeah, that's the longest odds. They are 15 to one. The Cubs plus 950 pirates plus 650 cards. You're right. But like eight games under 500, something like that. Four to one. And uh, Brewers. It's weird. I talk about reacting to name brands, but that's a great call. And by the way, that kid, they just mm-hmm. called up the Cruz. Have you seen the highlights mm-hmm. of him? What he's doing early on there in Cincinnati? De La Cruz. I saw the that his home run was so high in the air, it got picked up on like um, air, by air traffic yes. controllers, and that wasn't a joke. They showed it hmm. right, four hundred fifty-eight yeah. feet and hundred, almost two hundred in the air or something. I don't know what it was. But, now, uh, he he has yeah. been ripping the ball like mm-hmm. it's, it's insane. But also this team, you know, I just and I like watching them. So there we go. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's a damn shecky and fun bet, but no, that's not a crazy. Yeah. I don't think that's a crazy thought in a bum division, you know, Joel, what, uh, what do you think about this? He's avoiding this bet. I don't want to make it either, but I feel like we should. It is Jack's birthday coming up and he uh-huh. shouldn't have to do anything he wants, but okay. he does. He loves Pittsburgh <laughs> teams as long as he doesn't have to bet on them or back them with yeah. any risk or financial implication. Hey, yes. Hey, Steelers. I love you. Let me tell you something. Okay. You see, go ahead and take a look at the AFC North odds. Now, those appeal to me. You want to talk about more fun bets? How about the, the Steelers at eight and a half? That's all that, right. All right. Well, you want to talk? You want to talk? Let's talk. No, I, I want to. Okay, we can't do a cap of consequence on the Steelers Cowboys right now. We can do uh, hey. Mets Pirates, but it is your birthday. I'd hate for you to lose game three and be miserable on, on your actual birthday. So uh, <laughs> Mikey Meatballs has a cap of consequence. By the way, he picked the Pirates to, I don't know, not win 10 games last or whatever it was. But anyway, he lost. And his uh, cap of consequences was the lift lift. And he had to lift weights and talk about his um, uh, regimen <laughs> while in various lifts throughout the day. And he gets, and I guess you did this, right? Mikey Meatballs, we're going to see this video oh, soon. This is amazing. I did do it. It was terrible. I hated every minute of it. Um, it will be out <laughs> later in this ter- week. <laughs> okay. What well, was terrible? What happened? The driver? The uh, Well, I guess we'll see it. The driver, a lot happened? of them to were uh, unresponsive. So it was very awkward. And you had to keep it yeah. going. I like it. All right, good. Good. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's the uh, Pirates did that to you. Um, Shaq, all right, we could talk football for a second. First of all, Dalvin Cook cut, Ooh. released. I don't even know the terminology anymore Fired. by the Vikings. Fired. But if they did it after June 2nd or so, they saved money on the hit. 
The Broncos and Dolphins are uh, most interested, from what I understand, in Dalvin Cook's services. I think it was sixth in the league in rushing, but they're talking about, well, we might be over the hill at 27. 27 for running, but we're getting like close to horse racehorses who are three years old, and then we got to put them out, put them out the pasture. 27 is now too old. NFL running back. Years. Well, I mean, you've heard the rumors. So where there's the smoke, like would, you know, the cap implications and everything, but it is remarkable how, when a team wants a guy in the NFL that they get him in magically under the cap. So if that's the case, is Brees Hall definitely a hundred percent for all the noise? Is he definitely ready to roll up there with the jets? If not, then go get Dalvin cook. Miami makes all the sense in the world. Their odds are already to win the East are already down to three to one. I still think that's a, a good play there. Um, the um, the uh, Buffalo. Oh, and, and the other team is your team. So, I mean, you know, yeah, no, are you, we really, are we really rolling with Tony Pollard as the, I don't want back? a 27 year old running back on my team. What are we going to do with a 27 year old running back? That is nuts. Hey, can we go the other way for a second, Martin? You know, we we made fun of the Vikings. They didn't deserve to win. You know, they should have been a 500 team last year. And, you know, they had a minus point differential, maybe like plus 19, even though they, you know, they somehow they have 14 wins or 13 wins. Were they 14 and three or 13 and four? 13. I don't know what it was, but it was 13 and four. And now they part with Alvin Cook. They part with Thielen. They part with uh, Kendricks, They're right? They're trying Went to, to the trade Daniel Hunter, too. It looks like he's out yeah. the door any minute now. Uh, I was thinking maybe we overcorrected too much on the Vikings. People were just writing them off. Plus 310 to win that North. I don't know. Still have Kirk Cousins as a, a top quarterback in the NFC, isn't he? I mean, I liked the Vikings to win the North. I thought they were going to, but if they're going to keep, you know, getting rid of a lot their of best players. Love. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I, that's true. Maybe hold on to some of your good players. It's, is, is it's, it's it. tough for me to see. I mean, I understand maybe you don't want Dalvin Cook four years from now, but I think the next two you'd probably be good with him on your team. Like well, we, we, Madison's going to be good. But we, just, we all know he's solid, right? I just feel like I we've mean, jumped uh, the shark a little bit with some of this. Like, I get that Zeke was terrible in his last season, but like I would have signed him to a second deal. I would have been good with that. It's like after the second, after look, the problem is you keep running him like he's. 22 years old. Yeah. That's, we had 17 games, full, full boat. Yeah. Now you got to like, figure out. I don't know how you massage the ego involved in it and everything else, but the play is to tag a guy. And that's why the first round pick kind of makes it worthwhile for all the never burn a first round pick on a running back. It gives you that extra year. And then if mm-hmm. you tag him on top of it, the giants are set up in an interesting way. I also think, Watch for Saquon sure. if they're, you know, like I keep saying, if they're two and seven, Saquon then lands on a contending team that needs a running back. Maybe it'll be your Dallas Cowboys. Unlikely that the Giants would give him over there, but there's no evidence that you should sign a long deal with no matter who it is. Um, from Zeke Elliott yeah. to David Johnson to Levy and Bell to Derrick Henry now, like that oh, was the one. Sure. Derrick Henry was the one 
And now he's been banged up the last couple of years. So they're, they're, it, it's it, never it, a good idea. It is just weird that that number is shrinking. That tw- now 27 is is too old. Uh, I, I'll have to look at it more, but I know the NFC is weak, and the Vikings are plus 120 to make the playoffs. You know what they I can't like? grab that last spot. Like, why not? Packers 5-1 to one yeah. in that division. How about that? How about the ultimate oh, Ewing division? Theory. I have this thing called the mm. Ewing theory. I came up with oh, a you, what number is of years Patrick ago. Ewing? J, what a J.R. Ewing was not, shot. No, it's not J.R. Patrick Ewing from oh. the Knickerbockers. When he left, weirdly, there was a little bump for the team's gotcha. success. And in the same way, right. I think that maybe <laughs> that might happen for the Packers this year. Now, where have I heard I this know. before? Uh, you need to you that? need to trademark that. That was a that Simmons Damashek. Oh, oh. <laughs> interesting. Wow, you went deep there. Packers to make the playoffs is plus 170. Yeah, it, might, it just might not be the Lions rolling through that division. Let's just uh, say that. Um, I'm telling you, what else? the Lions want, are going to finish yeah. second in the NFC North make the playoffs and get a wild card. Mm. And people are going to be somehow disappointed in the most successful oh, yeah. season a lot of pressure. in 30 years. A lot of pressure on this team. Um, what do we want to talk about with live PGA? I, I don't uh, I, I'm still so confused on this whole thing. Um, you know, the saddest thing I think is that you, you could say, Oh, I don't care. It's golf, but this is going to happen to our favorite sports, right? It happened to Newcastle in the English premier league. It, it's going to happen. Well, it's a, the, the bad guys are going to buy our favorite football team. Shaq, you're very lucky. You have the Steelers owners, right? You only have to worry about having a coach every 25 years. They do the right thing in terms of diversity. And I just think uh, it is going to be a huge slap in the face when this doesn't go your way or our way, or just like, I don't know. I don't know how we keep up with something like this, but uh, I also want to know when is tiger going to speak up? I'm he surprised by million I, I don't understand how like these, these high level multi-million dollar deals for the individual like Roy McIlroy yeah. works. So like he's jammed up. He has no recourse. He like the live guys were able the irony is that they were able to go off on the side and do their own thing and jam the PGA up. Why? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not clear on why McElroy and Tiger can't do that. Why? What? Do the same why thing and be like, Tiger we're needs out. to we're, say something. We're, not, we're not going to do this now. Screw you, Martin. I need to know what I should be thinking. So Tiger needs. Well, is, to talk is that here. what you, you need? Tiger to say, "Hey, this <laughs> yes. is wrong." So now everybody yeah, can go with the uh, headline. Uh, I can't have my own opinion here. I, let's see what Tiger says. Yeah. But I just I want. <laughs> I don't know how Jay Moynihan like looks in the mirror, dog. Like <laughs> he's got to be gone. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I, I, you were just dropping diss tracks 365 days ago, and then this generation of the internet, it lives forever. Right. Like he's over. Like he should. If he had never taken such a hard stance in the first place, maybe he could walk back some of this stuff. But I would just hope. I would just you know look. All right, so in the NFL. They don't like hiring black coaches, right? Like we could establish that. They don't hire black. Oh, we, I think we could just maybe hopefully that the old boys club could have a concerted effort to keep Saudi money out, right? That's maybe right. Just, I, I, I really think that. I think like Jerry Jerry made his money make uh, an oil too. He's like, no, we got an oil tycoon here. We're good. It's not happening. Major League Baseball they, wouldn't. Major League Baseball wouldn't let Mark them. Cuban buy a team because he was too you obnoxious know? by their measure. The NFL already turned down Donald Trump. Now MBS is going to pass their test. I, I listen well, honestly. I don't know what if there's a way around it. If this is done in a back alley, but if the Saudis say okay, each mil, each 
owner is going to get a billion dollars from us in addition to us, you know, buying into the Jaguars or whatever. Yeah. They ain't turning that down. I mean, the money, t- it's all about money in this situation. So, okay. What, what they're going to be virtuous all of a sudden, Jerry Jones and all these guys. I don't think it so. does sound like, I mean, you know, uh, you know, high end business economics and all that kind of stuff, obviously way better yeah. than I do. It seems like, so MBS owns the PGA tour. Now it's not like it's a partnership or anything like that. Like he's the like, owner of the PGA tour now. Well, now they're saying antitrust laws might get in the way of this. And then that's even more egg on the face of the PGA. Right. So they might say this is a, uh, you know, this violates monopoly laws and shit like that. But, uh, but I, I don't know. I just feel like this is what happens <laughs> so when you don't sad. have like a, a strong centralized like base, like the PGA tour, from what I understand, uh-huh. it's kind of like, yeah, Rory will always be there. Tiger will always be there. But the bottom half is, sim- is, 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 is fluctuating in and out consistently where there's no, like, at least in the four major sports that we have here, like the organizational structure feels as much as like they could, if they, if, if everyone made a concerted mm-hmm. effort to keep the bubble uh, intact, that they could bounce people off. Whereas in golf, you can pick off a Brooks Kepka or a Tiger Woods or a whoever right. actually yeah. went to live. You could pick them off. And then I, I really think what happened, they got embarrassed because these live dudes kept winning these other tournaments that yeah, weren't PGA tournaments. Th- you know that was part of it. They were also worried that some of the bigger names would flee. Also, they weren't doing well in some of these uh, non-major events. You know, the, the, there was there were a few things going on and it, it came down to money. They wrote a big check and it all was forgotten. Uh, but you're right. It is easier to fool a group of players and settle something in the middle of the night. Like you wouldn't be able to do that in the NFL for sure. It'd be a little tougher process, but it could still get done. Uh, it's not going to be fun. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll give our play of the day for Thursday. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, uh, play of the day Thursday. I'm not, listen, you guys figure out who wins, what's going on, who's going to, Jonathan Marcheseau has been terrific for me. And to score a goal plus 165 is as lucky as it gets. He has a goal in six of the last seven games. He has a point in seven straight and nine out of 10. I recommend both to bet uh, a point scored at minus 145 and a goal at plus 165. He has a, a nose for the net right now. Is it a nose for the net check or a nose for the puck? A nose for the puck? Uh, or Something to do with his luck. nose. The, the puck is finding his stick quite a bit. Uh, yes, either way, yeah he's, finding the, All right. yeah, he's finding the back of the net, right? Plus 165 that he does so again tonight. Check muzzle uh, your I, that Muzzle tough. Now you guys go against it. Mark- well, listen, don't, don't butter me up and then take the Braves tonight. I know that's what you're going to do, even though I took them the other day. But go ahead. <laughs> Immoral. <laughs> um, I didn't bet I picked him on the show. Yeah, I um, I am indeed going to take um, take the Braves Ugh. against your Metropolitans here. And uh, I I'm poop. I lost it. I had it. I had it right in front of me to read. I think it's plus one eighty two. If you parlay 
the Braves on the money line and under eight and a half. It's Verlander versus Strider. Sounds you right. would expect that uh, run totals to be depressed there. Uh, on the assumption that I'm making that Pete Alonzo is going to sit at least today out, tonight's game out. Mm, it's yeah. one of the few games, matter of fact, that you can still um, get something in on, depending on when you're listening here, because there are very few even baseball games to to bet on this evening. Yes. Plus 189. Um, Plus 189. For that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Good job. All right. Martin. Yeah. You're, I was, you're loading up too. I'm going with those same Atlanta Braves. Uh, I'm fading one of my favorite pitchers from 10 years ago, Justin Verlander, as uh, they mm-hmm. used to say in the Tigers clubhouse when I was covering the team. But he's been not great to start the year. And uh, I'm going, I'm taking the Braves on one and a half. So. All I right. said parlay and uh, for that, and it reminds me that you just said Verlander. And I've also noticed that hmm. when you say parlay, you say parlay, Martin. What is Who that talking to? Martin, Martin says well, parlay. What do you say, Sal? That's the uh, Louisiana French quarter. No. <laughs> that, that is. I think you're right about uh, that, right? No, that was me. That was me. Uh, Miguel Cabrera. That's how you say Verlander all the time. So I was just always, <laughs> that's where it comes from. But I'm here's but, my guess before you answer why you say parlay. It's because you would have been growing up at a time when Shrek was popular and Eddie Murphy's mm. donkey says, uh, he talks a lot about uh, nothing better than a parfait, nothing better than a parfait. And you, that got in your head and you say parfait, parlay, what? right? <laughs> I mean, it's not parfait, but parfait. it is true Shrek- that I was growing up as Shrek yeah, was a popular yeah. movie. Yes, that is a fact. But uh, yeah. I think, honestly, if I had to point it to anything, it stems from my name being Martin and having two syllables and everybody hearing Mark I when see. I say it. So I think I probably emphasize the second syllable in words. Mm-hmm. If I had to just... Maybe yeah, how does that right, mean? You're, you're Martin, right you, about said this. you emphasize the first syllable. How does that explain you but, emphasizing but look, the second syllable? Because when I introduce myself, Dave, people hear Mark. So every time I say, I'm Martin, they'll, oh, hey, Mark, nice to meet you. It's been going uh, on now for approximately 33 years. And you don't years. want that to happen They don't to hear parlays. two syllables? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah so saving parlays. All right, so you're taking the Braves, Martin. Martin mm-hmm. is taking the Braves. Good Martin. job. All right, more bets. Hey, free bets at your disposal. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. June prop culture. Martin, will Kanye um, show up at the BET Awards? That's one of the questions. Hmm. It depends on if he's got the Saudi money behind him, but I'm thinking no. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's coming up. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Oh, I didn't even think about the uh, musicians and the Saudi money. What could that be? I had to, Check your, Martin, I had yeah, to explain ahead. to Sal that the BT awards were not the bet awards. He he thought they were gambling. They are not the bet they awards. They are this week on <laughs> extrapoints.com slash arcade. There's a several questions you could bet you know on what? Uh, right that's there it. for free. Yes. The extra points yeah. bet awards. We must do them. I know you guys are debating who the best <laughs> gambler is want, among we you. We want litigation. <laughs> we need yeah. the bet awards, and we'll do it from now till the end of this calendar year because I real I know this is crazy, but I really do think Mir, I have something to prove in this upcoming NFL season. After being 500, I mean, straight down the middle all season long. There wasn't even fluctuate. I was just 500. 
steady Eddie, and that's no good. I'm, I'm coming back. To I you. don't think you are. I think you were well behind. And then like two weeks in, you're like, well, yeah, well, you know, like this. Remember, your whole thing was all oh, this season sucks. No one can figure it yeah. out. So if you're if you're doing well, you're lucky. And if you're not, you're Dave you're like continually me, would say yeah. how this season sucks and no one is predicting any games right. As I was right. like 15 games over yes, 500 to right. the first no, four. I, I, that was because you did well in week one. <laughs> I, I, I said that no, about yeah, week but, one. Nobody has any idea. Everybody wants to be in on week one, but that's the worst week to gamble on besides week right. 18. Listen, it, let's not, week, let's not run on 11 and four. Right. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> Sheck's birthday is Sunday. So let's, let's, you know, okay. let's give him this weekend. Sheck 53. Mm. Sorry. Mention your age, right? Mm. Sad. Who is the best 53 of all time? I want to guess your win play show. I'm going to write it down. Okay. That's um, fine. Do you want, should I give the op? Do, are you familiar with this number enough to, uh, or should I give you some options? I think so, but go ahead and give me, uh, I, I, I know. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I think number one. Well, all right. Mike Webster. Obviously that's going to be, uh, I think your first now, choice. Mike Webster only wore 53 in his uh, late stages oh. with uh, the KC okay. Chiefs. He was 52 in black and gold. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, he was 52. Right. All right. Harry Carson was 53. Yep. Yep. Marquise Pouncey. Yeah. Uh, Mark Stepnowski, great uh, center for the, the Cowboys. Bill Romanowski, not related. Not going to go with Romanowski. Um, he showed up poor Cordell after he threw that uh, ill-advised right. pick in the end zone in the third quarter. Um, my one of, one of the young bloods, I Brian think Hinkle uh, was a uh, pro bowl linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers right. in the it, it okay. relative lean years. They were still playoff teams uh, mm-hmm. to be had in those eighties. People forget about that and preceding right. him. And he was out there winning Super Bowls. Dirt Winston might want to, yeah, you had to have like, you had to have a oh, hit. I'm never going to get your, I can't get your top three if you're going to throw names like that. And the yeah. best 53 all right. of all time is in fact, artist Gilmore. That's the 50 artist Gilmore, not Don Drysdale. Drysdale was the only other one I was going to throw in there. Nine time all-star. Drysdale's on the Bunch. 50, I thought he was, Oh no. Man. Uh, Oral's 55. Drysdale's yeah. 53. Okay. I'm sorry. Drysdale yeah. or um, the other option would be Harry Carson and Drysdale exceeds him. And I guess artist mm-hmm. Gilmore. You're right. Uh, let's go with. So that. those are your three. Yeah. You guys, uh, you guys left off one of my favorite NFL names that I discovered while researching. Who? Mick Tinglehoff. Oh yeah, played center for the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, for that's like a funny years. Yeah, that's right. They got they cut him though today, didn't they? <laughs> the Vikings. They just they want nothing to do with anything. And Joe Klein uh, sh- was from SMU, right? Was wasn't he one of those guys who got overpaid? Or is he Joe Klein is the Arkansas guy, but huh. at the same time got paid out. In a weird time. No, yeah. Joe Klein, I think, was the Arkansas center. Big stiff tight end build. Next next year you get Randy White. You'll be in good shape. 54. Just make it to next year. Speaking of Randy Gratishar, too. 53, right? right? 53. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, you share a birthday, not really, but uh Harry's brother. Oh, no way. Halfwit brother turns 50 today. We should, uh, Harry's brother, Scott. Oh my God. We should wish him a happy birthday. I was going to say like live odds on this happening were probably 5,000 to one. Um, at any point, even yesterday, I think would, it would still be 5,000 live odds. Yes. He's younger than Harry and, and us. This is this. <laughs> yes. This is the and worst handsome, one. This is the, the worst new, you know, the Wilford Brimley, <laughs> what age he was in cocoon and what's his name in jaws this who gets eaten worst? by the shark. 
and that we're we're mm-hmm. older than those guys are. Quint, Quint, <laughs> look up Quint, and, and you want you want you want a sobering slap in the face. Quint is yeah, younger than we are, when he gets eaten by Jaws than we are right now. This is I even worse. All. This is worse. You know, but Melissa and I, um, we we did our. Our first date, we saw Bill Walton. I'm watching a documentary yesterday. I was like, my God, he was probably my age when we met 25 years ago when we were in Chicago or on the pier, whatever the name whatever it's called, Bill Walton. We took a picture with him. I was like, that's depressing that he was that he was my age. And then I'm seeing like in the documentary, I'm like, he's sitting down with his mother. He's sitting down with his ex-coach. I'm like, oh, he can't be 80 years old, Bill Walton, with these other people still alive. Like, no, he's the early 70s, which made him like 45 when we met. Uh, oh my 25 God. years. I'm like, forget it. I'm done. I'm done, Martin. Don't get old. Do you think you're right? a chance to not get do you think old? When I don't you're understand, dead? though. Help me understand this yeah. because I've seen I've seen Scott before. Yeah. Like, I've almost several times over, <laughs> over thinking of his bathwater. You two. Yes. Well, you may have more, <laughs> you may have more years, more traps, more, more trips around the sun. But you're doing, you guys are doing much, uh, you're presentable in public. You're in a medium in which. <laughs> That's true. We are both of us, Sal. I'm going to say immodestly something. It may not go yeah. over in all parts, but I think, all I think right. both of us are more handsome than Scott. Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean we're subjective. in a medium in it's which we're subjective. being recorded at the moment. We, well, I don't think, you know, That's true. Scott, God bless him. We would never, you know, be like, "Hey, you want to come and do? The, let's make this a career." No, nah, I think you guys got to show bring him on. on next Has week. Scott ever yes. gotten? Thank you. A Pedro Pal, a Pedro Pascal comp, or anything like like mm. I, like that's one. Like you guys have got. Look, I get it. No, You're a little no, bit older, no. and you're yeah. sensing your own mortalities and such. However, yes. you're doing well, man. It's, it's fine wine here. Thanks, that, man. I appreciate it. Our listener, our, our loyal you. listener dropped the line. He compared me to Eric Banya. That was also flattering. The best one wow. still is the two old ladies in the diner who came up to me with, and, and said, like, we know who you are. We're not going to interrupt you with your kids, but we know who you are. And they did it repeatedly because they were always in the diner on Friday nights. And, uh, mm-hmm. and finally, I got it out of them. Bradley Cooper. That's who I, 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 they didn't want oh, to embarrass wow. me. They know I'm Bradley Cooper, oh. the sexiest man alive. And yes. I didn't want to dash their dreams. They had dementia. They had full on dementia. That's, that's fine. That's that's fine. But that's I, the last thing How I have to say is we run to the worst Hulk. <laughs> right. I'll take it. Listen, I, he said, Banya, whatever flaws he has, he's better looking than Ed Norton. So I'll take that. <laughs> Sal, what did you think of the, the Bill Walton when he's sitting with his mom and she describes her late husband as he wasn't a good looking man, but he was very I know. I loved it. <laughs> that, do you <laughs> think really Melissa's going to do that to you? Uh, I think she does it. Uh, she's doing it at lunch right now with her friends. Yeah. <laughs> so she doesn't have to wait till she's uh, 85, 90 years old. Um, all right. He wasn't uh, a good looking man, but not well. <laughs> I mean, for those scoring at home, yes, you're right. Shaq has managed to drop Cocoon and Shrek into a podcast. Wow. Congratulations. Very good. It's his birthday. And, also, yeah. it, is, it is very funny uh, uh, with Scott. At least, dis- despite his age, you, uh, you guys or him looks aside. No one has ever been taken down by a single gummy like Scott uh, in Vegas. Which That's was true. Un- I've never seen anyone... Go down that hard. 
from a single this gummy. gigantic man, this half wit of a man, to, to this this the smallest gummy, and uh, they he had to ask for a wheelchair back to the room. He went and, uh, yeah. Well, there wasn't that much like, sense. To, he asked that, for more than a wheelchair. He asked for a medic to come to the room. <laughs> oh, right. The medic came to the room and said, "I'm not coming back. If I come back, you're going to the hospital. So get all this panic stuff out of uh, out of your system now." We were dissuaded that we, we were dissuaded. like his gargantuan size masks the fact that he only has like one or one and a half wits, <laughs> and that's all the gummy really had to take away for him to completely exactly. fall that's to pieces. True. So that's true. All right. Uh, well, happy birthday, Shaq. That's uh, 53. For you, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Check it out. Uh, that's going to do it for another episode of the Extra Points podcast for Spaghetti and Meatballs and Babyface Joel Solomon and Martin and the birthday boy Shaq. I want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. Happy birthday!